your boy, and I pray that y'all are having a blessed day. I pray that the Lord is using you in every aspect of your lives. Today is Friday, so y'all know what that means. Not only is it the weekend, but we are back with another episode in Chats with Preacher Boy, continuing our new series, Let's Be Real. And it is part three, alcohol and weed edition. But before we go any further, you know we always got to open up with a little word of prayer. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I come before you again, dear God. I thank you for another day, dear God, a day that wasn't promised, but you saw fit to bless us with, dear God. God, we thank you for life, health, and strength and activity of all our limbs, dear God. Dear God, I ask that you bless this week's episode in a special way, dear God. Allow something to be said that resonates on the heart of your people, dear God, and help them with whatever they're dealing with, dear God. Dear God, I ask that you speak with clarity and give understanding, dear God. Dear God, I ask that you continue to bless the listeners all over the world, dear God. Dear God, whatever desires that they have, I ask that you open those doors for them, dear God, and close every door that causes hindrances and obstacles and problems in their lives, dear God. Dear God, we ask that you forgive us for anything, dear God, that we've done wrong, knowingly or unknowingly. It's in your son Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and amen. Like I said, we are back with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy. And you know I got my brother from the same mother, my dog, my roadie, my roadie, 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 AJ. AKA Shag Nasty, AKA Andrew, AKA Barry Nader, the man with the plan, the myth. No, 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 not the myth. We, we, we real. But, you know, you know, you get the point. So go ahead, my brother, speak to the people for a little bit. Tell them what's up. Hello, how we doing? <laughs> man, we good, bro. How was your week this week? Um, I've been working. Okay, I feel that. I feel that. You know, you gotta, gotta, gotta pay. We open up today. Yeah. Yeah. People come in, but you know, I don't want quarantine for a lot longer is what I'm feeling. Hey, I mean, that's neither here nor neither here nor there, but uh that's another topic for another day. So let's get into this topic. Part three and let's be real. Alcohol and weed edition. So this week we posed a, a question to our uh social media followers and everybody that we knew, and the question was, is drinking and or smoking a sin why or why not and um the answer is varied you know some some more so than others uh aj go ahead and share share how many people chose yes and how many people chose no on your social media platform just let's just start with that well i posted it on instagram okay and uh, i got a solid 10 results Mm -hmm. for yes for yes okay and then i got a 22 results for no yeah, and this is for for what platform? Instagram. <laughs> so look, so mine was mine was a little bit, you know, my my fan base on Instagram ain't really there yet. You know, it's getting there, but it's not there yet. So mine was uh, I had four for yes and six for no. But for Facebook, for Facebook, we had let's see, we had twenty one no's and two yeses. Two. <laughs> But 21 knows. Bruh, when I saw that, I was just like, wow, okay. All right. So, before we get into my responses, share a couple of your responses of why people chose the answers that they chose. Well, all but one of my my explanations was a yes, was a no. Okay. Uh, Mark, Mark Davis, a good friend of mine from middle school, um, he said, um, I think you and I both know the scriptures. <laughs> Um, a girl named 
Jessica that I work with, mm-hmm. um, she says drinking within moderation, not illegal. Jesus drank wine with his disciples. Okay, okay, okay. Um, my man Curry, mm-hmm. um, uh, good friend of mine, Becca's boyfriend, tried to adapt Lou Fade, you ever need to get sponsors. Um, he said basically, does it slow you down? Okay. Does it make you unproductive? Does it hamper your personal development? If it does, then it is a personal sin. Mm-hmm. Something that you're betraying yourself with. And in my opinion, you know, when it comes down to it, if you can't un- honor yourself, that's when it's unclean. Mm-hmm. And then last, um, uh, she, Katya, she says, uh, I'm a true believer, but only God can judge. Oh, this is a good friend of mine. Okay. Um, my interpretation, God wants to spread love. God will always love us. He will always be there. God will never turn his back. God has a plan. Mm. Okay. And so, so with that being said, my response is some. So the funniest one that I have to share, without a shadow of a doubt, was one of my Instagram responses, and it was from uh, a friend of mine from middle school. Uh, she said, and I quote, "When I said, can you explain your choice for me?" She said, "I quote, I kid you not, because I said so." So I was like, hey, you know, I appreciate the bluntness. I, you know, keeping it real. I like that. But another um, another response I, I got was from a good friend on Facebook. Her name is Heather. And she said, I don't think it's a sin necessarily, but overindulging in them is. So, and she's one of the ones that chose... Uh, no. And then also, I got another person, Wendy, aka my homeboy Eddie's, Eddie's wife. She said, I chose no because I don't think drinking or alcohol is a sin. It only becomes a sin once you let alcohol control you and get you drunk to the point you can't function. I was like, all right, bet, bet, bet. So now, kid, now, peep this. I'm going to share... Uh, I think Eddie gave me his response as well because he's the one of the ones that chose yes. Okay. And so they were complete opposites. And then he said, "Let me see. I think he. I think he gave me his response. Let me see. You know, I'm still. I'm still not that groovy with this. This technology. I swear about. I'll be acting about old as all get out. But let's see. No, I don't think he gave a response. But he. No, oh, he did. He did. He did. He said, eh, I'd have to say maybe because it's hurting bodies that God gave us. So that was his response. And then two more. I'll share two more. (coughs) Someone else said, well, no. I said, explain why you chose no for me. They said, well, no and yes. I said no, though, because when I think of smoking, I mean, yes, it kills you depending on what you're smoking. For me, I smoke marijuana. It helps me, honestly. I even have a medical card because I got things going on with me. But, see, I'm Catholic from my understanding. I haven't seen anything about smoking in the Bible. I could be wrong. And then lastly, my brother from another mother, Shaquan. He said, because drinking and smoking alone isn't a sin, but it definitely can lead to some sinful activities. Ha, ha, ha. And I'm here for all of it. Just neither here nor there, you know. Hey, that's, that's what he said. But those are the responses that I got. And man, when I say, I don't know about you, but when I started studying this, bro, like, I was like, 
not gonna say conflicted, but I was like kind of torn between the two, you know what I'm saying? Like before we give the, the answer that we shared, you know, I was just like, man, like, all right, God, like, you gotta show me something. You gotta, you gotta make this known for me, because I, I don't know. So, AJ, tell people what you, what you, what you thought. Um, is drinking and or smoking a sin? Let's just answer with a yes or no. Don't even worry about explaining, because we'll get into the explanation on why and why not. Okay. I, I answer like drinking and then smoking. So it's two different answers. I would say, no, no, no. I, I, took, it, I took it in two different ways. Okay, okay, okay. I would say drinking. Is that a sin? Drinking alcohol, no. Mm-hmm. Say it's not a sin. Okay. It's smoking. Whether it's a cigarette or weed, mm-hmm. whatever, is it a sin? I said the yeah, action no. Okay. Because in the scripture it doesn't um literally say it. Okay. All right. Divulge in scripture, so my final answer is no. All right. So that goes for me. Is drinking and or smoking a sin? Nah, it's not. Based on everything that I've been studying, but like it's not. The Bible does not specify in black or white. This is a sin, right? It, it doesn't. It doesn't say, "Hey, Marcus, I'm about to take you to this scripture. Such and such chapter, such and such says alcohol and drinking alcohol or smoking weed or whatever is a sin, because it doesn't." So to answer everybody's question, is drinking and or smoking a sin? No. But before you tap out of this video or cancel out the the podcast. Listen to the rest of this episode because I don't want you to leave just on that note thinking, well, the two men of God, they said, hey, it ain't a sin, so I'm finna catch y'all later and dip. Nah, 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 nah. We, we, got some, we got some knowledge for you. So with that being said, the Bible has uh, never been unclear about important issues in life. Um, to, keep, to really keep things in perspective, the thing about it is that people have been really... So like I said, the Bible has never been unclear about the important issues in life, especially with topics such as these. The thing is that people have been ignorant to the point where they don't study to find the answers to these questions. Instead, they... Oh, yeah, okay. Instead, instead they're just like, I'm going to just run with what my thought is on this or whatever. I can find scripture to back up what I'm... Why, how I'm feeling just to justify when really the scriptures that they use are taken way out of context. So I want to I annotate some key points that I wrote down when it comes to dealing with scripture. So the Bible is very, very, very unique due to various reasons. So and I got four reasons why it's unique. Four of them. Number one, the Bible will not be understood by a carnal mind. Ow. At all. Big fact. At all. Like you you can't just, you're not about to just open this book and you're not professing salvation and you're not in fellowship with Christ thinking you're about to break this word down to me because it's not going to happen. Negative. Number two, the Bible is not a tool that we can use to justify our wrong actions because it can and will cause people to be led astray. A lot of times we will misinterpret scripture with personal understanding to allude it to the actions that we are doing when in all reality it's wrong number three 
the exact same now Peter this is probably my favorite part number three the exact same words that are used in scriptures can be used in different in other different scriptures but have completely different meanings so I can use for example wine wine in this scripture in particular versus another scripture particular means two different things because of one the that's just how God is you know he 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 he's unique you know what I'm saying that, that's how I could just basically describe him he's he's I don't know it's just, I don't know he's just indescribable and then the last point the last point I got the Bible oftentimes doesn't clearly spe specify in black and white that something is a sin but it does give out warnings that allow you to allude that hey maybe um, I probably shouldn't do this like warning labels for example the warning, there's a, my, my homeboy John told, told it so, so uh, clearly. He was like, there's a sign by the lake that says warning, um, sharks in the water or warning, crocodiles in the water. I see the warning and with me seeing the warning, I'm probably not going to get in the water because there's a possibility I can get what? Killed by some sharks or crocodiles. So it alluded to the fact that I probably shouldn't be doing this. So those are some key things I want I want people to keep in mind when dealing with this particular topic, because uh, I'm not going to say it's a touchy topic. It's just people don't want the truth. And another thing, we're not here to convince you what to do, because at the end of the day, with everything that we share today, with everything that we give you, you're still going to do what you want to do. I can't dictate the choices that you make. So everything that you hear today, you still going to make the choices that you want to make, whether it be good, bad and different. You are an adult or you are a teenager. I don't care who you are. You are a human being that has, the po that has the authority to make choices in life. And we aren't the ones to control that. So remember that. All right? I just, I just want y'all to know that. And then also, um, um, one thing about the Bible is uh, everybody loves the Bible until it calls what they do sin or they do wrong. Everybody's a big fan of the Bible. Like, hey, the Bible, don't the Bible say this? You, Hey, man of God, you shouldn't be doing this. But as soon as... The man of God shows in scripture that what you're doing ain't lining up to what God's standard is. You're like, nah, man, I ain't, I ain't with that book. No, 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 I ain't with that, da, 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 all that stuff. So those are just some key things I want to I wanna point out before we dig in. So let's go ahead and tap in, my brother. Explain why um, you chose no and, and why, why uh, it's, not, it's not a sin to smoke or drink or drink or smoke. Um, okay. Well, first, the scripture that I had, okay, so for, to drink, mm -hmm. is it a sin to drink? I said no, but drunkenness is. It clearly says in Galatians 5, 19, now the works of the flesh are evident. Things that, the skin, things that you really want to desire, things that were made of desires. Mm -hmm. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, oh, blah, 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 keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Mm -hmm. drunkenness. I warned you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Ooh. If you do these things, you will not go into heaven. Facts. Paul literally says it in Galatians. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 20 and 8, these are just a few scriptures that I have. Mm -hmm. um, it says, wine is a mocker, mm -hmm. strong drink is raging, and whosoever is deceived, deceived therefore, is not wise. Mm. And I would say, first of all, Anything that causes you to be intoxicated, don't do it. Ooh. Ephesians 5 and 18 says, Do not get drunk with wine, for that is wickedness. 
they amplified further adds corruption, mm -hmm. stupidity. Mm. But he filled with the Holy Spirit and constantly guided by him. Mm -hmm. There's a plot twist in that. He literally, Paul says in Ephesians, he says, don't do this, but do this instead. Mm -hmm. The reason why I feel like a lot of times smoking and drinking in some people's lives is a habit. Mm -hmm. If you try to break that habit, you have to fill it with something else. Bingo. Paul says, once you stop doing this, do this now. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Be guided by the Holy Spirit. Be guided by God. Mm -hmm. If you believe in God, I believe. If you desire to be a leader, if you desire to be a clear thinker, if you desire to be those things, you have to have a desire to not have a clouded mind, mm -hmm. to not have a clouded judgment. Yep. God didn't design us to have a clouded way of thinking. Facts. And a few things when I was like researching smoking, and then I was like thinking about whenever I smoked. Oh yeah, uh, just to just to interject real quick, I just want to point this out. My brother used to be a little pothead, and uh, me, <laughs> me, I used to be an alcoholic. So uh, we're not speaking in a place of um, where we can't relate. We're speaking from personal experience, but also based on the discernment that Jesus has shown us in Scripture and through what we're able to speak about. So trust me, we're not speaking as if we've never been there because we have. We've we been there. We know what it's like to be intoxicated, both from uh, weed and alcohol. So I just want to throw that in there. So today in... Legally in the states right now, mm -hmm. there's 12 states where it's legal to smoke. Whether it's medicinally, recreationally, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. There are eight states where it's fully illegal. Mm -hmm. Like nothing. Nothing can happen. And the other 30 states, it's like a mix between, oh, you can do it medicinally or you can do it. It's a mix. Mm -hmm. So smoking naturally causes a lower IQ. You can lose up to eight points. It changes your thoughts, yep. perceptions. Mm -hmm. Physical functionality, Ooh. verbal memory. Ooh. Marijuana itself is very addictive. Withdrawal from marijuana can even cause panic, attack, panic attacks. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of people say, well, marijuana caused me to be relaxed, caused me to chill, vibe out, feel the vibes. I'm a vibe guy. Yeah. So I said, I used to say that. And I would say, well, of course it does, man. Marijuana puts you in a state where you don't have to deal with reality. Ooh. You have people. Let's say, well, I love God. He knows me. But instead of going to him when you're stressed, you turn to a blunt. Or you turn to a cigar. Or you turn to a cigarette or whatever, a bong, whatever it is you're smoking out of. Yeah. smoking. And we say, oh, we know God. We know he knows why he loves me. But we're not turning to the one that loves us. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times, not facing reality causes us to have a lack of maturity. Wow. Proverbs 31 and 4, starting, it says, It is not for kings, O Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor princes to drink strong drink, mm -hmm. lest they drink and forget the low and pervert the judgment of one of the afflicted. Mm -hmm. Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish, ready to die, mm -hmm. and wine unto those that have heavy heart, that may be of heavy hearts. Mm -hmm. Let him drink and forget his poverty and remember his misery no more. Forget your reality. Mm. Drink when you want to forget your reality. Fast. Drink when you when you lost it all. Mm -hmm. And I'm here to tell you that there's never a time where you truly have lost it all as long as you have breath. Hebrews 13 says, By him, therefore, let us offer sacrifices of praise continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to none. 
mm-hmm. but to do good and to communicate, forget not, for with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. Hmm. Well, I said at the beginning, and you said that it's not a sin. Mm-hmm. You have the freedom to do it. Facts. But sometimes there may be a person next to you that is struggling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, I even know some people that aren't believers of God. They're believers of, they want to do good for everybody. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a person next to you that's struggling. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't have that that liberty or that freedom to make that choice and to stop. Yeah. And sometimes what I realize, there are people that are flaunting their 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 so-called Christian freedom or their Christian liberty, mm-hmm. the fact that they can do it, and they're putting it in people's face, not knowing that somebody else is struggling, not knowing that somebody else doesn't have the ability to say no after two drinks or no after one hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of times where I'm like, okay, what am I gonna do after one drink? Thanks. A lot of people say, oh, I just want a buzz. I just want, I just want that feeling. You want that feeling of escape. Mm. A lot of people go, oh, well, I'm bitter. I want to escape from going on in, in right now in my world. Mm-hmm. I want to escape, but that's not what God wants us to do. Facts. God doesn't want us to escape from reality. He wants us to turn to him. Mm-hmm. Heck, in one of the, I'm sorry, my manager's calling me. Um, in one of the, um, in one of the responses, we got, I, Katya had said, God loves us. He doesn't turn our back on us. Fact. But a lot of times, when we turn to other things, we turn our back on him. Fact. We say he loves us, which is true. He loves us. The Bible says he doesn't want nobody to perish. Facts. But at the same time, he doesn't want us to turn our back on him. Big facts. And a lot of times when we turn to alcohol, turn to drugs, may, may not even just specifically weed, but drugs in general, mm-hmm. whether it's caffeine, heroin, mm-hmm. okay, we can go extremes or we can go subtle things. Yep. But when we turn to those things, we truly are turning our back on him because we're saying, oh, this can fix my problem better than God can. Mm. And 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 that's and that's where the problems often arise. You know what I'm saying? Like one thing I want to point out about marijuana, marijuana refers to the dry leaves, flowers, stems, and seeds from the cannabis saliva or cannabis indica plant. The plant contains the mind-altering chemical THC and other similar compounds. Mind-altering. It's letting you know there. And the reason why I can off-rip tell you why it's wrong, just, just marijuana, uh, smoking weed or weed alone, is because the Bible says, let me, let me read the scripture for you. It says in uh, 1 Peter, let me see, let me see. 1 Peter 5 and 8 clearly tells us, be sober. Be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. That Those first two words, be sober, be vigilant. Being sober means you're ha- you have a clear mind. You're, you're able to comprehend and understand things. But while you're intoxicated, right? While you're intoxicated or under the influence of, al- under the influence of alcohol or even high as a kite from weed... You no longer are being sober or being vigilant. So now you're walking opposite of what God has called you to walk in. How can you how can you be an effective witness if your mind is intoxicated? And see, another thing with alcohol where a lot of people, just speaking on the alcohol perspective, a lot of people don't realize that all it takes is one drink. 
where you're not able to uh, function right, and that's scientifically proven. Here's some here's some here's some facts that I that I found interesting while I was studying this week, and I thought it was crazy. It, it says number one, in just just low doses, meaning one to two drinks, alcohol produces something that we like. Here it goes, relaxation, right? But uh, they negate everything else. It it reduces inhibit inhibit uh, inhibitation inhibit. Inhibitions, inhibitions. God, Lee. Inhibitions. Yeah. <laughs> Impaired concentration, slowed reflexes, reduced reaction time, and reduced coordination. These effects are magnified the more you drink. So the more you consume more alcohol on top of those one to two drinks, you're making yourself more vulnerable to impairment. That's that's all you're doing, and a lot of people aren't realizing that. They justify and say, "Oh, I know, I know what my body, what my body can handle." I, they use that sentence all the time. They're like, "I I know, I know what I can take," but really, you don't, because in order for, for example, one person that's never drank before, and they say, "Well, I know what my body can take," um, that means you've had to take in your your yourself to a state of drunkenness to determine that. Now you're already walking. Exactly. Now you're already walking in disobedience in according to God's word about being sober and being vigilant because he tells us in his word also not to not to be drunk go ahead AJ. it makes me think I started thinking of um, a lot of times like some people go well what if I drink a glass of wine with my meal it's Christmas time or, <clears throat> or say I just smoke a blunt or whatever say I do this one time mm -hmm. if you can't do that activity and not have the same joy same happiness without that wine, glass of wine, then it's a problem. Facts. Then you're then you're relying your happiness and your joy on that. Mm -hmm. If I can't go out and have fun with my friends, and the only way I can have fun is by drinking, mm. am I really having fun? I mean, they they could be your, they're still your friends, but is it true fun? If mm. I can, if the only way I can have fun is by doing, partaking in one specific thing. Mm -hmm. And that one specific thing is the source of your joy. Yeah. That one specific thing is the source of your happiness. Facts. And that's not that could be the case. Mm -hmm. Like if I if it's Christmas time and say somebody wants to pour a glass of wine, if I say no, no, no glass of wine, now I don't want any glass of wine, mm -hmm. and I don't have the same happiness, same contentment with my meal, mm -hmm. it's a problem. Oh, big facts, most definitely. It's like if I can't. If I miss, say I have a schedule of smoking one blind a week, and I miss that blunt, and I'm just stressed out to the max, then that's a problem. Then I'm dependent on it. Mm -hmm. And the moment that we're dependent on the thing that God created and not God himself, mm -hmm. that's a problem. Yeah. And to keep in mind, all it takes is one time. Like that, 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 that quote has been so, uh, you know devalue because they're like nah it's not that's not true no it really only takes one time how many times have you drunk gotten drunk you were how many times have you gotten drunk every time i drink how many times give, give a rough, rough estimate about about 11 12 and times yeah Yeah. So you're, you're counting a time when you recover, when you're not drunk no more to the next, and then you're good. That counts as one time. Bingo. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Um, for me, I smoke. Granny, smoke granny, around granny's around watching. Six. Granny's watching. <laughs> <laughs> I smoke probably like 70, 60, 60 to, eight, around 60 to 80 times, probably. <laughs> probably more than that. It's probably like 100, honestly. Uh-huh. It's probably like, I've drunken, I don't think I've ever got, I, I don't know if I've ever gotten drunk. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've gotten buzzed before. Mm-hmm. Like, point where I was like, oh, snap. Oh, like, I feel this. I was, Ooh. I was able, like, I was getting the tingles. Like, poor, like, poor, poor Henny in some Arizona. And I'm, mm-hmm. you know. So you feel it in your body. I probably felt like, I think, like, three, four, five times, something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Never, I was never really a fan of alcohol. I was my thing was smoking. And um, I, I do want to tackle one of the things that, um, was in one of my comments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How Jesus drank wine with his disciples. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Don't get into it yet. No, not yet, not yet, not yet. So look, <laughs> don't get into it yet. So look, the key verse that I have, the key, the key verse that I have in dealing with, uh, in dealing with alcohol was Proverbs 20 and 1, and it reads this. It says, wine is a mocker, strong drink is raging, and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. So first we got to understand wine and strong drink. This goes back to what I was telling you, how the Bible can use a word this time, and it means the complete opposite in another time, right? And this text in particular, this is talking about wine and strong drink. Wine and strong drink, strong drink, first of all, is dealing with your liquor, your hard stuff. That, that, that stuff that, that's, hey, I need this on the rocks. You know what I'm saying? That Henny. That, you know what I'm saying? That 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 vodka. You know what I'm saying? Fireball. That that hard stuff. And then your wine, in this in this sense, deals with your beers. You know what I'm saying? And and your you know your your spirits that people call them in the liquor store, you know what I'm saying? The 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 the, 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 the calm stuff. That's what the, that's what the scripture is dealing uh, dealing with. But it tells us what they are, it describes them in a negative way. It's a mocker and it's raging. It causes problems. It, nothing positive comes from it. So another thing to keep in mind when dealing with Jesus, right? Because that's the biggest thing that people always say. Well, didn't Jesus turn water into wine? And I'm pretty sure Jesus drank with his disciples. It says he drank wine. He turned water into wine. No. So the wine in that, in that context of which it was used is new juice it was new wine meaning juice grape juice fresh fresh grape juice every time that jesus consumed wine when it said wine it was fresh grape juice fresh fresh off fresh off the uh off the uh squeeze you feel me not it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't given the opportunity to age sit out in the sun and you know what i'm saying get old negative no 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 it was fresh fresh grape juice well, go ahead and say what you was going to say in regards to that. Um, well, Jessica, that's my homie right there. That's love working with her. That's my homie. Amazing person. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had said that Jesus um, drank wine with his disciples. Mm-hmm. The King James Version of the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, mm-hmm. when it's the Last Supper, Jesus not once says wine. Not once does Jesus say wine he says specifically and i find it funny how during this last supper and then when paul teaches about giving communion mm-hmm. neither one of them say the word wine paul says cup and jesus himself says fruit of the vine oh say that one more time it says what fruit 
fruit of the vine. Oh, okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure I heard you if right. You, if you don't believe me, we can go to First Matthew. Mm-hmm. Wait, First Matthew? First Matthew? Huh? First Matthew? Matthew, just Matthew. <laughs> Matthew 26, um, 29. Okay. When I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink. Mm. Where else does he say? And then he, he didn't say wine at all. He says, take, drink, all of it. Mm. This is the blood. Heck, let's go to another one. We can go to Mark. Mm-hmm. First Mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First Mark. Mm-hmm. It reads... Where is it? Okay. Actually, Luke. Luke chapter 22. It says... My bad, I ain't highlighted. Fruit of the vine. Huh. Fruit of the vine again. Mm-hmm. In John, it says fruit of the vine. It never says wine. And wine you, and vine, yes, they rhyme. Mm-hmm. And the unique, look, the uniqueness of that, right? And I love, this is why I love the way how God is. Because he specifically uses certain verbiage in the Bible, right? So that he doesn't, so things like this don't get misconstrued. You know what I'm saying? So it's not misinterpreted, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's where the problem is. A lot of people that try to justify their drinking and their smoking, they try to use scriptures, they'll pluck scriptures, right? Not understanding that, the first of all, the Bible is not revealed to a carnal mind, and they try to apply it to what the actions that they're doing to make it seem like it's okay when that's not the case. And so another, another thing that people try to justify with uh, drinking, right? They, they say, well... It's good for, you know, for, for illnesses, you know, when you're sick and whatnot, when you're not feeling good, you know what I'm saying? And 1 Timothy 5 and 23, because this is the exact verse that they use. I'm going to read two versions, the King James Version and the Amplified Version. The King James Version says, drink no longer water, but use a little wine for thy stomach's sake and thine often infirmities. The Amplified Version says, no longer continue drinking only water. But use a little wine for the sake of your stomach and your frequent illnesses. See, we can, based on, based on what Paul was saying to Timothy, right? Because he was telling him, hey, drink a little wine. He was telling him this because where he was at in Ephesus, there was an issue with alkali in the water, right? So he was telling him to drink wine to kind of ease, ease the pain. Grape juice is something that's easy on the stomach. It's easy to digest, right? And... It was said in Greek, in ancient Greek writings, that medicine that they were using, this great juice, was unintoxicating, right? So if they're using something that's unintoxicating, how can it be labeled as alcoholic? Because it's scientifically proven that you consume even one drink, it alters your state of being being uh in complete sound of your in complete sound of your mind you're no longer sober believe it or not exactly whether you believe it or not you're no longer sober or vigilant like the bible tells you so that's that's one thing that people 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 always try to justify well jesus jesus did this and jesus all right at the end of the day everything that we tell you whether you believe it or not we're not here to convince you we're just here to shed some light and of course if you got answers i mean questions still even after this Comment your questions. Comment them right now. We're going to answer your questions. That's no issue. We'll answer your questions. We'll talk one-on-one. We'll schedule a little, a little private Zoom, FaceTime, whatever y'all want. Because we want you to understand this. We don't want you to walk in uh, misinterpretations. 
We don't want that for you. We don't want you to be led astray. At the end of the day, remember, I've drank. My brother smoked. We 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 know what it's like. I did both. I did both. <laughs> like we know what it's like, but I I don't want you to I don't want you to be stuck there. I don't want you, I want you to be sober and be vigilant. Another thing I want you to remember, also, man, it's escaping my mind. Look, you would th you would think I was intoxicated. The way it's just escaping my mind. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Someone asked me, mm -hmm. Andrew, why don't you smoke or drink anymore? That's why I was just about. To... Go ahead, tell him, tell him. Um, I simply told them, um, First Corinthians ten twenty three. I was like, all things are lawful for me. But Paul says all things are not expedient. Uh huh. Um, all lawful for me. Mm -hmm. All things edify not. Mm -hmm. Romans 15 and 2 says, let everyone please his neighbor for his good to edification. Mm. I simply said, because I know I have a lot of people watching me. And I gave the example, I gave the connections where a lot of times our actions, we're throwing our freedoms of what we can do in people's faces. Mm. Though I may be able to control myself, there's somebody, there's some young man, some young girl, some older gentleman or whatever that may not be able to control it. Mm -hmm. That gets too far. And so to, to stop myself from being a stumbling block, because even for people that don't believe in God, mm -hmm. a good thing to not, a good character, good morals to have is to not be a hindrance to somebody. Thanks. To not quit somebody from growing. Mm -hmm. And if me drinking or smoking, that causes some people, somebody's going to see me like, hey, if he's doing it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. Because what happens if I can smoke 10 blunts, not get super high? Mm hmm and now somebody's like, oh, he smoked 10 blunts. I'm going to smoke those same 10 blunts. And they smoke them and die. I mean, that's an extreme case, but that can happen. Yeah. You know, and, and Philippians 2 and 4, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. As the basis for all this is love. I do what I do because I love you. Facts. God does what he does for us because he loves us. It all, come, it all comes back to it. Now, quit doing everything that you're doing blah, blah, blah. no I, we're not here to prove you wrong Facts. that's not what we're here for mm -hmm. I could care less if I'm going to win an argument with you about whether you should stop or not that's your decision you are an adult even if you're not an adult you, you... it's a free will exactly God gave us that choice for a reason he didn't give you that choice just for man to take it away from you what we're here to do is just to share the light on the truth on the on this matter. That's where there's some things we want you to keep in mind. And just like the verse he shared in 1 Corinthians 10 and 23, that same verse is in 1 Corinthians 6 and 12. It says, all things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Though you're able to do it, that doesn't mean you should. You know what I'm saying? One thing to keep in mind. Whether whether you whether you want to accept this or not, why I why I don't drink or smoke is because I can't be a hundred percent committed to Christ. Because if I get a phone call in the middle of the night, right, and someone's like, "I need you to come here and pray for me," this this and that is going on. I need you here now. Legally, I can't get in my vehicle if I've consumed any form of alcohol to make it to the destination to perform ministry. I'm now negating. My obligations to Christ because I've consumed alcohol. So that's why I abstain from it personally. That's why I abstain from, from anything like that because I'm no longer able to be sober and vigilant. See, if I was sober and vigilant in that moment, I wouldn't have consumed 
alcohol because I would have been at the state of mind where I'm able to get to my destination to do ministry and pray for whoever needed it. You know what I'm saying? And so that's one thing to keep in mind. And I'll, and I'll close with this, right? If you still believe that you, you there's no issues with you drinking or you smoking, right? I challenge you. Chop it up with me. I'm going to get my water, my water bottle. You get your alcoholic beverage of your choice, your blunt, and let's meet at the church. And if you have an issue with meeting, meeting with me at the church with the, the specific um, desire of your choosing, that means I have a question for you. Do you have more respect for the church building or your temple? And I'm going to just leave you with that. So I'm telling you, God, God is trying to show us something. I want you to know we love you without a shadow of a doubt, whether you smoke or drink, because we've been there, done that. We just choose personally to abstain from it. <laughs> we just choose to abstain from it But we want you to know that we love you But more importantly Like I always say God loves you more So I want you to have a blessed weekend I want you to take some time out this weekend Just to thank God for waking you up this morning In the midst of all this COVID-19 I want you to just give him some Some form of praise And thanking him like God You know what I'm still here You know what I still have everything taken care of Though it may not seem like I have everything I want at this moment, I have the things that I need. And if I'm in a pickle right now, I know that you're going to bring me out. So I want y'all to know that we love you. We want y'all to have a blessed weekend. And we will see y'all next week with another episode in Chats with Preacher Boy. Let's be real. Y'all be blessed.